everybody, and welcome to Rise of the Podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Kara. And I'm Brownie. I'm saying it the short way this time. Well, I was saying you said it so fast. I'm not even prepared what to say next. I was going to say, last time you said it super long. Didn't we get a bunch of subs or something? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I don't know if sustained uh, vocal introduction is uh, the key to getting subscribers. If we lose subs, it's because of you. <laughs> oh, don't leave. Don't leave. Um, so, life this week, right? This you, you come here, we have plenty of Star Wars to talk about. We'll get to Star Wars, but it's just like life this week, right? So, we've had the episode where Chris's car broke down. I just had my car worked on, and oh. You know the people that worked on your car watch this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, I want, that's what I want to say. So thank you, uh, David and Ryan, very much for working on the Mini Cooper and getting it oh, back. Oh, that's not what you're saying. I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm getting it back to work. Oh, hi, David. Oh, oh, different David. David oh, Alette. Hey, Dave. Oh, hi, David. So thank you guys very much. Um, I needed to put in a new clutch in it, and it's a Mini Cooper, and I didn't want to. It's just way too hard for me. I don't have the space to do it anymore. And so Ryan did an awesome job on it and put in new clutch in it the bearing was shot so at least that was worth it like i did confirm yeah, kara i'm just kidding it's <laughs> <laughs> not me it was a kara's learner car no just kidding that was the red Whatever. one the red one and kara knows how to drive one, a stick i do know how to drive a stick and the red one it was because we've talked about this because a uh a hitch Slammed in. Well, I mean, I I, <laughs> I slid into it. It was an icy day. McDonald's apparently doesn't know how to salt their drive-through. They don't. Oh, care. McDonald's does not care. No, seriously. And so I hit the brakes like 30, 40 feet behind this truck. Nope, my car's went whoop, right into the back of this truck. That's got a ball hitch about this big. Kara's like, super excited about that McRib. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, so, so anyways, so the car is fixed, so that's exciting. Um, I mean, I was talking to Chris, I mean, we both, we hate car troubles, and the, the guy who was working on it, he was like, you're gonna need a new radiator soon, you're gonna need this, you're gonna need that, and it's like, uh, I know, I hate spending money on, on car stuff, but, uh, we were having a really cool pre-conversation today, so, video games, right? Really we, quick, are we recording? Haha, I, did ah. you see me go, <laughs> I, I was gonna ask at the very beginning, <laughs> So this is week three or four, Chris. This is uh, three out of four weeks. I forgot to hit record. We need to get we need to get a sign right way up there, out of, out of camera view, that says "Press record." Yes. So, like, here's the thing: I'm just trying to save Jeremy money. That's right. Right. The more I record, the more space it takes up. The more space it takes up, the more hard drives Jeremy needs to. That's buy. right. That's right. So if I don't record the whole 15 minute pre-stream card that's up that's true I, that's literally that's that's an hour a month of storage space that's almost a podcast that, that is saving insane. every month well okay okay all right now, and by not recording the first 40 minutes of the <laughs> you're saving infinite money oh oh, so now you want me to now we need to talk so i am an apple phone user we've talked about this in the past but i love google products and google services so chris the last time i bought a phone I upgraded it to, or I always pull out Google Photos. Have you used Google Photos, Chris? I don't really like Google Photos. So for for me, I hit open up Google Photos. It takes a snapshot of all my stuff. It uploads them, and then it tells me all these photos have been uploaded. Go ahead and delete them off your phone. It like auto-deletes them off of your phone, and then I have them safely backed up. Google Photos is getting rid of that service. Oh, and 
it's not unlimited storage anymore. So anything that you uploaded as a photo, it didn't count towards your email storage through well, their so Google the, Photo app. Your, your email, your Google Drive, and your photos are all tied together. Now they're going to be or yeah. whatever after whatever time, which that is really makes... a bummer because... Well, I'll say this. I'm I, a person who has earned money professionally as a photographer takes so few photos on my phone. Like, I, I let me just do a quick count. Should we all count? Oh, I guarantee you I have more than all of you. Because I delete it. Don't, I delete don't it. count, like, memes or screenshots. Yep, I'll do oh, just well, camera roll. Okay, where's where's camera roll? You can just do your whole album, Kara. How many screenshots Because I got, have? I have Oh, if you scroll down, it'll say, like, photos. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, it just tells me how many are on my camera roll. Okay, I have my number. Wait, where is it? Help me. Go all the way up. Just do that right there. You've got that? one. Yeah. But that's yeah. memes and everything. Well, they're close enough. <coughs> That's fine. Like I, I could do the math and add all mine up, and it's still gonna be all right. So I've got four hundred eighty nine currently on my phone. Oh, that's cute, Chris. I have one hundred sixty. And you okay? So I literally have like three times your numbers combined. <laughs> I have one thousand eight hundred forty eight photos on my phone. So the and the number one. So I, I guarantee you it's probably gonna be the same for all of us. What's the number one most pictured thing on your phone? The dog. Oh, probably. Toby. Oh, Toby. Toby for me, for sure. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's your pet. <laughs> when I was 100%. setting up, I, so I got a Chromecast today. Yep, yep. Right? When I was setting it up, I was like, oh, what do you want your um, your screensaver to be or whatever? So like, do you want it to be like an image gallery or whatever? And so it had the Google Photo Memories, whatever it's called. Yeah. Thing pulled up, and like the first 30 pictures were pictures of Toby. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, and literally Toby's sitting right next to me while I'm setting this thing up. And I was like, I have reference right here. <laughs> I don't think I need... <laughs> Pictures of him as well. Uh, That's really um, funny. Uh, Gabe says, hello, my favorite podcast. I'm sorry hello, that we're your Gabe. favorite podcast. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> hello, Gabe. Um, Gabe he, the Ewok is still present. He says we need an on-air sign. So here's the problem. I'll remember to turn that on and still not hit record. What um, you really need is one that's A macro. Linked. Yeah, exactly. I need a macro to hit on air, and then everything starts. Ooh, yep. yeah. Uh, David Wallen says, I have 5,300. But you, I guarantee cool. all yours are going to be your kids. Yeah, I was going to say, you've got kids. As soon as you become a parent, phone? your camera roll just becomes dedicated to your children. And then here's the other thing. What's the memory on your phone? Because we've got the what? 64. 64 gigs. So. I think mine's eight. No. With Chris, how long have you phone? had that phone? But you have an Android, so you can sit, you could eight. you could micro SD it up, right? Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. put I can I can put up to a terabyte micro SD, SD card in it. Yeah. Um, so but, uh, it's just like so. Here's the thing: people have cameras on their phones that are amazing. Right. They're this good. is like you stuck a lens onto a potato. <laughs> this thing sucks. So here, like, the front facing camera is like two megapixels. Oh man. And the rear camera, I think, is like twelve, which is decent. Right. Right. It's but it's like it's, the quality. It's got yeah. it's yeah, it's got no dynamic range. There's no pro there's no I don't want to say like pro controls. Like I can't be like adjust brightness. I don't have any controls. Oh. You see, like we can hold our fingers down and then swipe up and adjust the exposure up or down. And we yeah, can I, choose like four K or, or yeah. at least for uh, like video and stuff, four K ten eighty P and stuff like that. So yeah, I literally this phone is for talking to Jeremy. That's, That's basically it. That's why it. I have it. Um, Jarrett, 2,972. Daryl Davey, hello. Hi, Daryl. How, how many photos are on your camera roll? We're seeing, I have 160. I'm mad about Google Photos as the context. It's because I love them. Now, here's what I should do. Guys, should we see how many you have on Google Photos? <laughs> yes. Actually, I'll check on mine, too, because mine have my, uh, I did migrate automatically, because uh, my card oh. for my camera gets full. 
I don't um, know if I've got Google Photos on my phone. Is there a way to tell the total? Oh, I do have Google Photos. Oh, it's reinstalling. <laughs> is there a way to tell the total? Library. Sorry about this. Um, I don't know if there's a way to tell the total or not. But I've got stuff from like eight years ago on oh here. Oh my gosh. I think all my phone photos always end up on my computer. So, however many photos I have on my computer at home. So here's here's another thing that I don't like about Google Google Photos when it automatically takes like twenty of your pictures and does like a creative interpretation yeah, or something. It's I like know. get out of here, Google. I don't want to know that you're here. <laughs> I do have photos on my Google Photo back to 2005. That's how long I've been using the service. Dang, Hello, Joshy. Welcome. Oh, hey, Joshy. Uh, Daryl says two ninety two. So still more than me, but he says his phone is new. Oh, well, um, da- that's the funny thing about David. David got a new phone, and he still got the 5,300 pictures. Well, did, did not, so did, David did transferred. Kid. Yeah, I was going to say. He transferred. You got to start fresh. That's my favorite thing about getting a new phone. <laughs> um, Jim Gaffigan did a bit about how like um, all of our computers are just like storage our like our new photo albums basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's like and he's like the oh, computer's full. Uh I guess just we'll go buy a new one. He's like there's our wedding computer and that's our yeah. computer the combo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's just like you don't transfer it up. You just keep the whole thing. Yep. <laughs> oh so Chris, that's exactly me. But it's hard drives. So the problem is I've got hard drives I can't interface with anymore. Yeah, it's the old connector. Yeah, yeah. IDE, yeah. Yeah, so it's like I either have to get like an IDE to SATA converter or whatever. I'm sure that just, exists. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, of course it does. You know, but yeah, I've got hard drives sitting there and it's like, I want to get rid of them because they take up space, but I need to up. What we need to do is we just need to pool our money into a NAS. So and then we'll just we'll have we'll have the Jeremy section, which is going to be like one terabyte. Then we'll have the yes. brownie section, which is like, like a 50. thousand terabytes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it is time. I was reading, and then so all these people are posting like, and you know what amazes me is how salty the internet is. How so, does that amaze? The internet is the saltiest place on earth. It truly so is. what's that? What's that Dead Sea is supposed to be? This no, it's, it's, it's yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> it's, so here's what was crazy. This website did a poll to their users, and they Daryl said, says phones are just family photo albums now. That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, no, that was the point I was trying to get to. So it's not computers anymore. It's just old cell phones um, just sitting there like, oh, we got to turn that one on to see Jeremy's baby pictures. That's right. Um, oh, Chimera, hello. Dang, we got the whole uh, operations forces coming oh, out here. Oh, hi, guys. What's up, guys? Um, we're going to be talking about AC Valhalla here in a little bit, too, and historical weapons and everything else fun under the sun, but I'm just getting caught up on life stories. My hairstyle is is uh, is uh, Viking kind of themed. Got like yeah, kind of like that braidish. Yeah, yeah. down the front and, and then show off your cool braids. t-shirt. Oh, if anybody was, can read it around the fat belly. Oh, the chat's kind of covering, but it's that 40th anniversary empire. Yep. I'm so talking Tang- about hairstyles. Yesterday. We got a, 20 tangents to clear. I know. I know. <laughs> so I, I haven't cut my hair basically since COVID. Dang and boy! I've, like I've, I've trimmed the sides. I have like an undercut right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's real Viking. Here, okay, here's what you do: you get the Ragnar Lothbrok cut, just shave the sides, and then just braid it back. Well, so what I was talking about because like I, I I have trimmed my beard just because it gets long and annoying, and I was like, oh, my hair is almost long enough. I could like braid it down into, into my your beard. beard. You need to start doing those beard chains, Chris. Are you like, yeah, put beads in them and stuff like that. But the cool ones. The, uh, yeah, the, you mean the non-stupid ones that yeah. don't exist? <laughs> um, so the one thing I was going to say about cl- the salty of the internet, and then we'll probably get off of Google Photos, I guess, was so this this article that or this website that was doing an article on it, they 
polled people, their viewers, their users. Oh, <laughs> I got called out. I meant to say since Walmart. Oh, got it, got it. <laughs> uh, they polled their users and they said, are you going to A, keep using Google Photos and then pay for it, <laughs> B, like find a different service that's free, or C, find a different service and pay for. And more people were going to pay for a different service other than Google because they were mad at Google and didn't want to give them their money. Yeah. So it's the whole reason why Jeremy left AT&T and went to T-Mobile. You could continue (laughs) paying them and then, but you're, or you're going to take that same amount of money and just pay somebody else in. That's despite. Despite. And more people are going to pay somebody else and move all their photos over because they're mad at Google. I would have even done the poll. You know, that's so obvious it was going to be the option. I couldn't believe it. But so that, so I was reading and a bunch of people are like, you need to start your own photo service, like your own photo, like your own private. You know what we need to do. We need to pull our money together, get a bunch of hard drives and start a server farm. Well, there you go. And that's where the money's at. AWS, all those like Google yep. uh, storage solutions, all these people. It's just we'll go buy a warehouse out in the desert like everybody else. Hook up an air conditioner and just have a million freaking hard drives. That's literally all we need to do. Money in the bank. You know what they do overseas in some cases? Hmm. We go and we put the server racks in people's houses and that supplements their heat. That's smart. That's what they like do. people over- in Siberia? Well, yeah. So what they'll do is you can... Except I don't want some guy being like, oh, what is this? I don't play around with our guys. <laughs> oh, sorry. Delete the entire channel. You, you build server where you can rent out your house um, for server racks and then people supplement it with heat. Like that's, they'll use the heat. I think that's smart because yeah. it's like otherwise it's waste heat, right? Otherwise it's waste heat that you're trying to cool down with so AC. So what, what, here's what we do is we build the server room and then we use that to power a um, hydro turbine and generate electricity with it. Oh, there you go. Ooh. And recoup some of it back. Exactly. So it's like we're keeping it cool and we're turning it into um, electricity. You saw We've got first. about 900 comments i got to go through here <laughs> real quick. All right, well, I'll tangent about video games. So um, let's see here. Uh, Ashley says, she said a bunch of stuff that I accidentally skipped over and I didn't mean to. Um, she said if I didn't move my photos to Google Photos, I'd have over a million of her kids. I believe it. Uh, Al Wallen says he has going back to 05 as well. Yes. That's like when all this turned on. Like Google yeah. like activated in 2005. Mm-hmm. It's, I know it pre-existed. Yes. That was like the year of stuff happening. Al sent me my invite for Gmail. And you sent and me. I sent yep. it to you. Yeah, so I'm, a, I'm a two degrees away from Al. In I still have bonus Dropbox storage because of all the people that accepted my invites. Um, Dang. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, David says, I, Wallen says, I just backed up to Google Photos beginning of October because I ran out of space and I'm already up to 499. Jeez. Um, she says she has easily 20K photos on Google Photos, Ashley does. And then me getting called out for saying, uh, not Walmart. Daryl says, 40th t shirt is cool, but One Punch Man takes the cake. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I pulled this out today from retirement. It just. I like I have all the oops I have all of these cool shirts like I have a Minecraft periodic table elements but I was like you know what Satama has got to be the choice today. This a uh, twelve thousand seven hundred fifty three photos. Oh, it's man. like it's I it, I guess it's not ridiculous. I'm glad that people are taking photos that matter and they you can look back on them and stuff. I just don't for some reason. Yeah. And, and what I do, I, so of the 160 photos I have, I have like 150 photos of Toby. <laughs> and then like a picture of that thing that I couldn't see behind the couch. Right. You know, like random stuff like that. Um, 
Latin Operations Forces says, uh, since AC Valhalla's tonight's topic, we've been exploring the map, looking for all the secrets, and Ooh. Gabe is doing the story. Ooh. Um, so <laughs> Daryl says dibs on your shirt when you shrink it in the walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Absolutely, Daryl, you're my first. No, no, no. In the words of Saitama. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right. Well, we'll talk about Assassin's Creed for a little bit. So, Gabe specifically, I have uh, done some business on Chalbert's storyline. I can't talk about it because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Me but, specifically. Like, the Chalbert storyline is out of this world. Uh, I mean, I've like got half the map committed to me. I've explored a bunch, but I've been dying to have somebody to talk to about like what's happening. And before we came down here, Kara was helping Seaguard find Fulke, or they found spoilers. Fulke. So there is some stuff that's going to happen up in Kara's timeline that I'm really excited for. But we met you guys like there was awesome pre-conversation tonight. So the one thing I was talking about is that, you know, the leveling up system can be a little confusing. So, you know, how you upgrade your weapons. You know, it's confusing when your voice goes up an octave. (laughs) (laughs) It can be a little confusing. (laughs) So, um, you know, the word on the street is people on the Internet were having problems upgrading their gear. So I was just making sure everybody that's playing is getting their gear upgraded right and everything. We were just talking about awesome gear. So the whole entire game, out of respect for my father, which he gets killed in the game right away. It's like the first five minutes. Your dad died? Your dad dies. Oh, Varen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not. (laughs) Yeah. Not my dad, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry died as soon as I fired it up. Um, <laughs> but I was using a bearded axe out of respect for the whole game until I switched to a great sword. And I love Dark Souls. Like, you guys know that. Yeah. And th- walking around with the great sword reminded me of Dark Souls. It looks so cool because your character just walks around. You've got it, like, resting on your shoulder with one hand. There's a perk you can get where you can carry two heavy or two-handed weapons in one hand each. Yep. So you can carry like a great axe along with a great sword around and then th- your moves are based on the combination of what style weapons they are. Have you named your sword? You can't. They're already named. Oh, you should name it Alexander the Great Sword. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, asked, Gabe said he already has the entire map committed to him and only one settlement left. Oh, oh so he knows. Oh, so, wait, oh, how many hours right. do you have in the game? We'll have to talk. Five. I will <laughs> message you on Discord about the Chalbert storyline. Because, woo, that is lit. It is unbelievably good. Like, I just want to spoil it right here for Kara, but. If, oh, man. Oh, man. There y'all, is... y'all want to see Marital Strife podcast, <laughs> it would be right then and there. So I will message you on Discord, Gabe, because it's just, it's so fantastic. So, yeah, I've got, I mean, I've got Vinland. I've, I've got, like, three or four settlements left, and that's it. I'm um, in Oxenfordshire right now. That's uh, I, uh, I feel like they just put extra s- dumb words into like writing actual names in England. Like, oh, this is Lester, but instead of like L E I S T E R, it's like fourteen extra letters. Well, well there's, there's, I mean, this is historical fiction. Like, they try to follow it, so oh. these were the original names. So London, it's L U N D E N. Okay, and, and then there's West. There's like uh, Wessex is in there. Wessex is in there, and then but yeah, then there's like Oxenfordshire, I said, Oxford Shire, Oxford, Oxford, yeah, nowadays. Yeah. Oh, Fun. All the dang, yeah. crazy name locations. I think I think this is Gabe. They didn't sign this one though. It says they're using Excalibur and a heavy shield. Ooh, no, wait. There is an actual Excalibur. Maybe you're in England. Oh, I suppose. Do they go pull the sword from the stone? Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. I should also. Is tell Is there you a care. stone to pull a sword from? Are, I don't you, know. are you spoiling? Are the Arthurian legends spoiling the game? I don't know. Oh, Jeremy, trying to play dumb. <laughs> Look at Jeremy Turtle. He says it. A, a sword that looks like Excalibur. <laughs> oh, got it. 
Um, but no, so just like the, oh, so, I, so I'll carry it around now. I'll switch it up between two great swords. So I've got a scimitar. Is that what it's called? Scimitar. A scimitar. Yep. And so I'll That's have, like the big curve. Yep. Yeah. And they made it grave, great sword style. So it's big. It's two-handed. Dang. So like, I've just got one on. three people in half at one I've time. I've got one on each shoulder, which reminds me of which are, This scenery is just so beautiful. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about it. And so I asked Chris, I was like, I mean, did a great sword really exist? Did people really have these massive swords that they would like just, I mean, it, it, if you did land a blow, it would have to kill the guy. You know, I right. just, I so can't imagine. I, I, I pulled up the classification of swords on Wikipedia. So take this as you will. All right, here we go. How does um, real life compare to AC? All right. So this is, uh, we're just in the terminal, the terminology section will, uh, not help, but <laughs> uh, terminology is further complicated by terms introduced or misinterpreted in the 18th century by antiquarians and by 20th century pop culture. And the addition of new terms such as great horde, zweihander, byhander, cut and thrust, and others. Historical European martial arts associations have turned the term spada delato into side sword, blah, blah, blah. There's much, so all this terminology where people get bent out of shape about stuff. It's just a cluster, right? And nobody knows anything. So this is like right? Baby but, Yoda and the Child territory. Like historians yeah, are like, but, actually, but, but <laughs> if nobody, but like, but if in universe they did call him Baby Yoda and the Child, right? That would be where it's like it's that level. Um, so the term two-handed sword is used as a gener generic term and may refer to any large sword designed to be used primarily with two hands. The European longsword. So most people call what they call longswords is not a longsword. It's actually like when you think of a longsword, you think of a one-handed sword, right? Wrong. It is not a one-handed sword. It is a two-handed sword. Got it. So you got to think more claymore, less Excalibur. Got it. Got it. Uh, the late medieval claymore, not to be confused with the basket-hilted claymore of the 18th century, is a long is a two-handed sword. The Biden hander is the favored. Landschnickniti of the 16th century Germany. The term hand-and-a-half sword is modern. During the first half of the 20th century, the term bastard sword was used regularly to refer to this, refer to this type of sword, while well, longsword or longsword hyphenated was used to refer to rapiers, which is why people call longswords inaccurately a one-handed sword instead of a two-handed sword. Got it. The term single-handed sword or one-handed sword is a retronym to disambiguate from two-handed or hand-and-a-half swords. So there's no such thing as a one-handed sword in the vernacular of the day. It was just a sword. Hmm. Uh, the double-bladed sword is a melee weapon that had a grip in the center and two long blades emerging from either end. It would have been Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so it existed, but there's not a lot I of prominent. I had no idea that, that a sword like that even existed. No prominent examples of it. Um, great swords referred to... or. Great swords or great swords, spaced or not spaced, are related to long swords of the Middle Ages. The great sword proper was developed during the Renaissance, so after the Middle Ages. So that's after, well after what we're in, because we're in like eight hundred right now, eight eight fifty, eight eighty. Yeah, so that's like that's like early or mid Dark Ages. Got the it. Middle Ages are like nine hundred to eleven hundred or twelve hundred. Mm -hmm. um, the Scottish Claymore was similar in sized. Uh, 
I don't know, metric. So 160 to 180 centimeters, approximately the same height as a user. So like a person size sword. See, that's well, what I'm talking about. <laughs> Could so, you imagine swinging so. a sword this So long? that was from the eight or nine hundreds was the Claymore. And then Dang. later, a newer version of that came to be in the Middle Ages. That's got to be just a clunk past these shield walls and everything that people put up. Because mm-hmm. you're just coming down and you're not going to stop that much iron. No. Yep. And so then Claymore can refer to either the long sword with a distinctive two-handed grip or a basket-hilted sword that was developed from a rapier. The two-handed Claymore is an early Scottish version of a greatsword. The Zweihander or Byhander, two-hander or both-hander, is a true two-handed sword in the sense it could be, not be wielded in only one hand. It is a specialized weapon wielded by certain mercenary soldiers called Doppelsoldners. Crazy. Obviously Germanic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's about as much as like, so yes, it existed. It's got a weird history. It's all over the place chronologically. It wasn't ever super duper prevalent except for with the Scots and some Germanic tribes and has had a million different names, none of which are right. <laughs> <laughs> all but, right. But it's just like, um, you know, technology. Oh, so Daryl, double check me on that. I know that you actually know a lot about swords. So if oh. any of that was inaccurate, let me know. Well, then you then you have the, the flip side of it. You've got someone like my dad who's always tried to impass his love of samurai swords onto me. And I've learned all about, you know, like taking the tang off and looking at the signature or the the grip and taking, you can see the sword maker underneath and, and the bamboo the pins that hold it in. And the age of the stingray or whatever that yeah, the skin came yeah, from the, based um, on the size of the... The actual um, the skin the or the hilt, the handle on samurai swords is actually made from manta ray skin. That and the larger the wrap, the, right? Yep. goes around it, yeah. The larger the bump, the older the manta ray was. So <laughs> you know they don't say the larger the bump, the older yeah. the manta ray. <laughs> so back then, manta rays were older because they or the older ones were more available because they'd be bigger, easier to kill. They weren't mass murdered or whatever, you know, to make harvested. These, we'll say yeah, harvested. So you know they're the all bigger the manta ray bumps, the better you know, and then that's all wrapped with the cloth or the cord, and you see it sticking underneath, and then you've got like. The tang, the t- the tang, and the um, this this starts with the s, the suba, the suba. That sounds right. Is the piece that is like the equivalent to a tang on a regular sword. The suba's up here. You got the little handle piece at the bottom. I can't remember what that's. Well, the called. tang is the part of the sword that extends into the grip. Okay, that's the tang. So then the tang, and then the suba, and then you've got the grip, the pins. But there's a name. There's a jewel underneath that you usually put underneath there for good luck. Yeah. And then equivalent to like a decorational pommel. I knew the name for the bottom too. It's like the pummel, but there's a name in the for the Japanese. Well, sorry, they were failing. Daryl also probably would know all of this. (laughs) He's probably at home just just having an aneurysm. He's typing it all out as we can speak. The little bubble for his like the upcoming message bubble (laughs) is just (laughs) rattling next to his name. but the, the man, man ray thing, I thought it was cool <laughs> that nowadays they're smaller bumps. Yes. Because <laughs> they're not as old. You can't find old ones. Yeah. Daryl says, I'll wait for the larger the bump, the older the man ray t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to catch up real quick on a couple of comments, unless this is just, just going to wrap up quick. AC. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Gabe says there is an actual Excalibur you have to find. David Ooh. says there's an achievement for pulling a sword out of a rock. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah. Um, Spoilers. Uh, uh, Latin operations or Gabe says uh, looking for Thor's armor so I can go and pick up the hammer. <laughs> no way, is that a thing? Because you I'm, go to you go. I don't know what's true and what's not. I'm just reading the comments. You no, know, I know you go to Asgard though. You do. You go to Asgard and you go to Jotunheim. I hated the Jotunheim arc because <laughs> it's all about illusions. Oh yeah. 
Uh, what do you got so, for us, Chris? Oh, just, Daryl says you're killing me, small. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so, anyways, all right. So back to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So, all right. So the game is 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 awesome. I'm loving the absolute story, but the weapons have been really cool for me. So then, of course, then like. I've played tons of Dark Souls. I've played tons of other medieval games. And who doesn't love a good sword, right? So watching the Vikings TV show and playing this game, it's super cool to use an axe. Like, an axe is so intimidating. You know, watching every somebody come with you an axe, it's like got the heaviness of a blunt, like a weapon you were talking about, Chris, and the blade of a sword. It just seems like a great weapon. Well, some of the stuff, too, because, like, it's like the the curve from nature. You can, like, actually grab and, like, pull shields down. And then, like, there's a lot of like extra versatility so sure you might not be able to like hide like what direction you're coming from as well as like a double bladed sword but it doesn't really matter because you have that extra like power and versatility it's crazy that you said that so then i was intrigued i was like why would you ever use an axe over a sword or a sword over an axe so again yes an axe does more damage and it's like has the blunt behind it but it's easier to read the attack Yep. So swordsmiths, you know, or like sword fighters can just like pokey pokey. And, you know, <laughs> well, like, so it depends. You can't poke somebody with a scimitar. Oh, right, that's a true. slashing only weapon. That's but true. scimitars, those things were curved for a reason. Those yeah. things will destroy. Because I remember in Greatest Warrior or whatever that show was. Do you remember that show, Chris? They'd pit like oh, yeah. a Roman soldier against like a World War II soldier or whatever. That was a great show until season Not three. That. I remember the Scimitar was one of the weapons they used and they had this whole thing that because of the curve, it just helps continue the yeah. cut right ca- through the body. The blade carries the edge or whatever. Yeah. There's, a, samurai ver- there's a variant the of it called the Killage that was like the, the end up being like the best like pound for pound weapon ever. It's like K-I-L-L-I-J, I want to say. And they're Dang. like, then there's simulations <laughs> or whatever. It's just like anybody that ever had that just wiped everybody out. Well, I can talk about the coolest fact I know about samurai swords, at least, and it falls in line with scimitars. So you want a sword that'll hold an edge, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to be hard steel. You want us, but hard steel is very brittle. I think I know this fact. Go if ahead. you want a sword that's not brittle, it's got to have soft steel. It can take a lot of impacts. So what the Japanese did with samurai swords is it's hard steel down the center where the blade is to hold an edge for a long time, all wrapped in soft steel. And I want to say it was a byproduct or an accident that the curve came from the difference of steels. So when they cool it and then you get the curve in the blade is from that difference of the steels. But the fact that it's curved, the blade carries the edge so you can hit. And the curve yeah, carries yeah, the cut. Yeah, because you, you end up having functionally a longer sword and a shorter mm-hmm. area. Yeah. And so um, that's why they stay sharp and they're not brittle. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct on the two yeah. different types of steel. I don't know if that's what causes the curve, like you said. but Yeah, I think it's what causes um, the curve. Yeah, but it's like in, in the process of them making the folds for the thing, they harden yeah. one part of it and let, leave the rest of it normal. So it has the, the ideal combination of hard and soft steel. So it's not going to shatter when you hit something, but it's yep. able to keep a razor sharp edge. Nice. The decorative jewel is called a Manuki, and I swapped one out for an honest to God Catholic exorcist blessed cross so I can fight ghosts in case anyone's asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing this was Daryl. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't even have to guess it. Yeah, that one is Daryl. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You should you should bring that in next time you come by. Oh, I should. I should. No, I have Daryl a, should. I, oh, f- I have one, you too. Have, yeah, you you guys can have a samurai sword fight. No, we Ooh. cut bamboo together or something. Cut watermelons. <laughs> See, um, we cut the cleanest oh, I watermelon I put my money wedge. on Daryl 100% of the time. All right, so i got to take another tangent from video games, and I'm going to talk about melons because you guys are talking about melons. <laughs> so, 
Anybody of knows? Of course, Jeremy has a melon story. Well, I just want to say, <laughs> melons are a fruit you'd never think you'd get into a conversation. I don't ever think I'm going to talk about which where to put peanut butter and jelly and the proper way to make macaroni and cheese we and the proper way the to make instant food. oatmeal. But I want to talk about melons. And I hope I haven't told this. I probably have told this story. I don't know if I've heard a melon story from you. Yeah, you have. You'll know as soon as I get there. So <laughs> you walk down somewhere in any type of buffet-style line ever, and there's always going to be honeydew oh or cantaloupe cut up those are the same well one's green one's orange so okay we're, we're gonna get to I this i argued this with him before no you got i am no no no, no 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 go on go on no I I, I I have no stake in this i don't eat melon very much no though. i know i i defer to you and the oh you're gonna love this chris so i was walking by one day and i was like oh look it they've got musk melon today that's to my co-workers Okay, muskmelon refers to honeydew, cantaloupe, or watermelon. It is the general name for melon. Now, it's why like, can't it's you... like going up from the species to like like in the yes. taxonomy, just going up one? It's layer. a okay. muskmelon. Now, why I can't say melon? I don't know. It's because of Nintendo. The thing that Yoshi eats that to me is a melon. The things that get cut up if they're honeydew, cantaloupe, or watermelon in a collection in a group, that's muskmelon. That's what I've always called it. So no one around this buffet had heard of the term muskmelon. <laughs> so they're like, it's just something you learn in cloquet, I guess. And, it's like, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, for real. So I did 23andMe, right? The whole genetics thing. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. I filled out, a th- I got an email. I was like, hey, we have updated survey questions today. Today. There was a melon question on there. And it showed me a watermelon and a honeydew and a cantaloupe. And it said, do any of these melons taste bitter to you? No. Do you have any preference for any one of these melons? And I was like, no, I love them all. And they're like, if you had to pick one melon, what would you pick? And I picked watermelon. Who wouldn't pick watermelon Basic. over honeydew or cantaloupe? Basic. And yep. I kind of like honeydew. No way. No, they're, and uh, watermelon's, I think, way more flavorful than... Like, it, all, all of them are pretty like Neh, in terms of like flavor, oh, but the watermelon is the most Here's the thing: flavor. you gotta grab that sucker and you gotta knock on it. And if it sounds hollow, that's a good one. No, you it's gotta find the sweet. one that's got the yellow spot on one side, and that means it was actually sat long enough to get ripe or whatever. These are all myths. No, old wives' sales. Right. Daryl um, says it's time to duel. By the way, right. um, Latin Operations Forces says, "Is there something Jeremy doesn't have a story about? A mystery to be solved?" <laughs> I, I think he's got a story for. He's like his dad. There's a story for everything. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it just makes me mad because apparently, like, no one else likes calling him muskmelon. But it's like if you know, for some reason, people love cutting up like cantaloupe and honeydew, and then they serve them together and cut up. Chunks. Didn't we tell him on this story? My mom agreed with you that muskmelon yeah, was it's the, an like, all-encompassing all, yeah. melon term. Because I just feel like, oh, it just feels weird to me to say, oh, you got nice melons there. <laughs> Versus, That's why you got slammed last week. Yeah, Jeremy. just saying, oh, look, you've got some musk melon. People aren't going to get confused. Just saying melon doesn't seem good enough. And if you say, oh, look, you got honeydew. Like, and they're hey, like, check out those melons. <laughs> right? It's actually honeydew and cantaloupe or whatever. You know, like, I don't know. I, there's words that exist for a reason. And in this case, if you only had honeydew, yeah. I'd be like, oh, look, that looks like good honeydew. You know, like. I wouldn't say musk melon if it's just one style of melon. I would refer. But because to it, they but had the the variety, because yeah, it was mixed, uh, you know that's that's, that's you're not that. gonna be like, oh, I love this watermelon honeydew and cantaloupe. Just that's a mouthful. Who wants to? Marge, say that? we're out of chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream. <laughs> I just saw that <laughs> episode. He only eats the chocolate out of it. 
What? Yeah, yeah. they have like ten boxes of it in the freezer. It's Neapolitan. Yeah, yeah it's Neapolitan. He, but he doesn't call it Neapolitan. He calls it chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream. And he and he opens like three or four boxes where only the chocolate is missing, and he puts them all back. And he says that they need more of it. So then oh she goes to get gosh. more. It's so funny. So okay, here's the thing. Just buy chocolate ice cream. <laughs> I mean, that's well, that's the joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Daryl says Jeremy loves talking about and apparently accosting melons in the market. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, the tangent came from cutting. You just stand there, just like yelling, just like this is the musk melon section. And super one, <laughs> stay away. All right, so let's go back to Assassin's Creed for just one more second. Kara, I'm going to spoil something for you. Nope, nope, you don't spoil anything. No, for no, me. it's it's don't not be a jerk. It's not ruining the story. I don't but did hear you it. know nope. you can ride a wolf? I didn't know that. According to Dave Filoni's cover photo on his Twitter, Ahsoka rides a wolf. Oh, really? Oh, really? A Maybe she's wolf. playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, she probably is. Maybe that's his way of saying that. She played Assassin's I do Creed. Have, I do have a wolf friend in Assassin's Creed and a fox friend named Dandelion Pop. You have a wolf friend right next to you. Yep. That's probably just Two like scale. The yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so, anyways, I'm excited. I don't know. So, Gabe, how do you get the wolf? I want to. If you know, tell me because I saw it in. Um, now this gameplay. has to be a dire wolf. This can't. Just oh, be it's a, a dire wolf. Are you it's, hungry like the wolf? Say. Yeah. Are you hungry <laughs> like the wolf? And your character's name nickname is Wolf Kissed. So, because he gets bit by a wolf scar. on the neck. Or in my case, <laughs> she gets bit by a wolf. Daryl says, uh, you can ride anything once. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's those guys in Canada who got in trouble for riding a moose. What? There was a moose swimming. Was, they look stupid. Like, that's very inappropriate. Well, the very mean. Moose are freaking huge. So and they're mean. The, the moose is swimming across the lake, and they pull their boat up next to it, and a guy jumps off and hops onto the moose, and he's riding the moose. And then the number Canadian. one way to get killed in Canada. Well, Seriously. like Canada people don't get upset about a lot, but you don't they're mess no, with their mooses. They don't get bothered to boot a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boot a lot. Uh, I believe moose is the plural of moose. M- Moosin. <laughs> Wait, what is the plural of moose? Moose is the plural of moose. Moose. Yeah. Yeah. You've se- have you seen that? that oh, you guys. Set? David's probably going nuts because his dog's name is Moose. Oh. Hey, Moose. Moose. Down, good boy. What a good boy. You want a treat? Come here, Moose. Is it time to go outside, Moose? Yeah. Want to go for a what walk, Moose? Want to go for a walk? <laughs> <laughs> We've just lost a sub. Um, uh, Latin Operation Forces says, I use a wolf and I feel like Jon Snow with ghosts. See? Yes. See? How do you get the wolf? Uh, you get it in the Berserker pack if you pre-order the game. Oh, no. Well, I pre-ordered it. Yeah. I pre-ordered. Just check your store or something. I'm gonna have to get it. I did pre-order. I wonder if, like, as you go, is it the same place where you get like the skin for the horse and the skin? Well, I the there's like a mission or a pre-order pack thing that you're supposed to get. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. There's supposed to be like an extra mission you get for pre-ordering. Really. I'm gonna sure be sad if I, I did. I did. Yeah, oh I yeah, he early. pre-ordered that. He told. He was like, "I'm going." <laughs> David it. says he's passed out, not even opening an eye. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we tried anyway. Yeah. You can't blame us for trying. We've set off everybody's smart home devices. Alexa. What was the... um, And hey, Google. (laughs) What was the... How would you turn off people's Xboxes? Oh, just say Xbox, turn off, or Xbox, shut off. Does that that work with the new ones or no? No, no, because the reason why it worked in the old ones is because of Kinect. The Kinect would automatically listen And you had to have the Kinect on, right? Well, the Kinect was on if it was plugged in. So people would be in game chat and some people have the voice come out of their TV. So people would immediately get into like a Call of Duty match and then just shout out, hey, Xbox, turn off. And then they would like. That is just a, I'm sorry. That's a douchey move. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and people that have the sound, like people like 
the people that have their sound come out of their TV Yo. and use a regular microphone so that you hear both things mm. deserve to have their Xboxes shut up. Okay, okay. Here is my biggest beef with Xbox, and Jeremy knows what this is. I hate when you put your headset on, the sound still freaking comes from the TV. With PlayStation, it immediately goes straight to your headset, sound from the TV is cut off. If I have my headset on, I don't want it, I don't want sound coming from my TV too. Yeah. So here's that's the thing that annoys Kara. If she hits, oh, that's a legitimate gripe, I think. If she hits mute on the TV, you get the little flashing mute symbol. That it drives me crazy. Seriously, so why is that a thing? It. So she has to turn it down then. And so I say, yeah, like, no, I literally, I so because I went back when I played video games a lot. I had the same problem. I just own my TV speakers sound like garbage. I have a sound bar, so. I just want to hear stuff from there. If you if you mute the thing, so on mine, it was huge. It was like a quarter of the screen, just off the side. <laughs> mute. <laughs> right? And I was like, why would you ever make that a feature? I don't care. Like, if I turn my TV on and I can't hear it, I'll press volume up. And all of a yeah. sudden, the, then you can show me the volume settings. Mm-hmm. Right? But you don't need to broadcast to anybody who walks by in a 10-block radius that my television is <laughs> muted. It's ridiculous. And the fact they still do it all the time. Yeah. Is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's it dumb. Dri- no, it just drives me nuts. It's like, like I said, if I am listening to my game through my headset, I don't need it to come through my TV as well. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Um, do you guys want to hear a crazy TV story for a quick second? Yes. Again, a story for something. Oh, no, no, it's not my story. So I was just, I was on Reddit and this was a cool story. It stuck out in my brain. So for uh, Thanksgiving or somebody's father's birthday is coming up, Mom and kids went to Best Buy and they bought a TV, a big TV, okay? Mm-hmm. They went to check out and the cash registers were down. So the girl said, you're just going to use Venmo. Oh, no. And so the mom's like, okay, but I also want to get the protection on it, like the two-year protection. So then the person's like, okay, that's not working, so you'll have to call like Geek Squad or email Geek Squad or whatever, and then they'll get you your protection. So the person goes through with the transaction. It was like, it came out to almost a thousand bucks. They walk out, they go home and they try to get a hold of Best Buy and they can't find it on record. So they did talk to the manager. That girl that did it quit. (gasps) And she absolutely had the money sent to her own Venmo. What? Okay, you know what? Here's what I would have done. I would never trust an employee like that, especially with Venmo. Best Buy is not going to collect No, they'll have an 800 number you call and give your phone number over the phone. Well, here's what you do. Card number on the phone. You go online. You order for pickup in store. There you go. Pay for it. Be like, just bought it. I need my TV. So like, here it is. Like, the crazy thing is, so Best Buy said, you know, you're going to have to bring the TV back in, but they're going to make it right. But somebody else was saying, like, it, depending on the size of the TV, if it was a $1,000 TV, I think it was like a 65-inch or something. Who wants to haul a TV back to the store and deal with all I bring that? the box back. Seriously, right, just bring I, the or box. Or, like, cut out the barcode or something. Um, like, but Best Buy said they're absolutely going to make it right. But the fact that the girl had quit, uh, so it was like, was this, like, a one and done? Was she a new employee and she did it and that was it? Or do you think she had tried this before with other people and she got away with it because And this it, was the first person who won the two-year protection. Who wanted the protection plan, and that's why she got busted. I, I would lean towards the second one. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just taking advantage of the idea that there's no way to track that this has actually gotten right. missing. Your inventory is going to come short, but there's no way to actually figure out what exactly right. happened. Right. There's so many people that work. I mean, who... Uh. So, yeah, it's... uh. <laughs> Carol says he doesn't even trust his mom with Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I... Um, so Just going back real quick to the wolf thing, uh, you have to redeem it from the store. Okay. 
I'll I'll try to do that. I make sure I do that. Um, now I want to tell a Venmo story <laughs> that actually is my own. So I'm I want putting... somebody to randomly throw out a topic, and we'll see if Jeremy has. Oh a story yeah, for let's, it. we'll do the Jeremy rapid fire. I got a story about that. Well, so, yeah. so uh, let me just tell this Venmo one first of all. So Chris, have you ever used Venmo? Uh, no, because I didn't want to give them my bank information. So you and me, you've got me onto Google Pay. Google so Pay easy. is officially the only one that I use. And it's frustrating because nobody but you and my mom use it. So, like, that's it. But here's what's dumb. Did you know Venmo has a social feature? No. And when you use Venmo, anybody in your phone's contact list, it'll tell you what they're sending money to. Yeah. So Derek, who I love telling stories about, my old boss at the airbase, who is no longer there, uses call him Ve- Professor X. Professor X. <laughs> um, when Derek started, you know, he had gotten Sammy Professor X's contact info. Old <laughs> <Girl> Sammy X. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Derek had given him his right. So yeah. to this day, like like a week or two ago, Derek's like, "Man, I can't believe the way that Professor X treats his kids." We're like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "He bills them through Venmo for." So-and-so cell phone bill, so-and-so out to eat, so-and-so did this, so-and-so late bill for not paying their cell phone bill. Like, he bills them on Venmo. That's hilarious. What bothers me is who wants that as a feature? Why do I I not want anybody to know? Here's the story I thought you were going to tell. So, who is your coworker? Derek. Derek. So Derek comes up and was like, I can't believe how much porn Sammy's right, right. Right. Like, why would you want your purchase history blasted out to the world? Exactly. Isn't that like, insane? I would say way more questionable transactions happen on Venmo than on like Amazon Prime or something. I don't want anyone knowing what I'm buying on Prime. Right. Nobody needs to know. That's like your own personal thing, yeah. you know? There was a um a dad who found out his daughter was with child. Because her targeted advertising tripped, uh, like, hey, you're expecting, and an actual expect, like, pregnancy advertisement, like, magazine pamphlet came to their house. <laughs> yeah, OnlyFans, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, I don't OnlyFans It's is. a, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's buying all of his money. $600 a month, OnlyFans. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, do we get any words shot out? Oh, yeah. So Daryl wants to know uh, what your personal uh, identifiable story is with traditional mucklucks. Oh, mucklucks. Um, you know, those I, are a big deal up here. I know. I mean, other than like, I mean, I'm pretty sure the dog chewed my My sister had a pair and, you know, the dog destroyed them. I don't, Which I, dog was this? Angel, the German Shepherd Collie, Golden Labrador. How long ago was this? A long time ago. This would have been like 2000s. Yeah, Ely uh, is like, it was, it was a big deal muckluck thing. Muckluck. Now that just reminds so that, me of. I think does, does that count as a story? You Jeremy be like, oh yeah, my sister had a pair of mucklucks. It got destroyed by the dog. I mean, technically yeah. it is a story. It's just I can't a embellish lame story, it because it's, it's story. not like the tofu hot dog story where the dog like <laughs> hocked up the hot dog. Yeah. Oh, or it's man. not like when uh, Nini's friends were up for her wedding and Oliver ate the girl's oh, shoes man. that she was going to wear to the wedding. Oh, <laughs> Oliver, bad dog. Oh, he is a bad dog. Speaking of which, okay, I have a story about bad dogs. So today we were cleaning the house. If anybody has any other words out there. I mean, Daryl, I did tell a story about Crocs. Daryl says anytime I send someone anything on Venmo, I say it's for dirty favor. There you go. See? And that's the reason why you got to do it. Everybody's buying All Hallows Eve and it's really for dirty favors. It's just a front for 
an illicit, illegal, <laughs> dirty favor ring. Oh um, what was I going to tell the story of? Bad, Bad dogs. Oh, so just we're cleaning the house. And so, you know, Chris, you know, you know. Oh, I know. Toby, oh. and pets have the way of, you have an entire house. We have 900 square feet of house, and Which all the thing. living things will be in 25 square feet. Yeah. Of each other. Like, the cats will be on me, the dog will be right here. And so whenever I try to clean, Oliver follows me around, the the dog, right? Yep. So it's like, I'll walk into a room, and then he'll stand in the doorway and stare at me. <laughs> and it's like, I want to go in and out of the doorway. I want to go. So then I'll, like, walk into the other room, and then he follows me in there and just stares at me. And it's super sweet, but it's really annoying because... I'll go into a room, and there's a, a st- the stuff where I'm trying to clean, and the stuff needs to be organized, so it needs to go from here to the empty spot, and he goes and sits in the empty spot or stands <laughs> there. It's like, oh, right? So yeah. I try to get him to leave me alone. By so, abusing him. The, well, <laughs> to Kara, that's what she says. So I just, Verbally I'm like, Verbally oh, abusing I'm him like, for dog psychological just. I'm like, Oliver, go downstairs. <laughs> go Oliver, to your room. <laughs> go downstairs, right? And so he'll go down a step or two, and then he'll look at me, and the second I turn around, he'll come back upstairs. So the code word I have when he does something bad, I ask him if he did this. So he'll be like, did you do this? Did you do this? <laughs> and then he'll put his tail down and, and like, like sulk away. Like his ears will go down, his tail will go down, he'll just look at you like. So we were. Well, cl- so keep in mind, he's being an annoying turd at this point. It's not like he's innocent. Right. So but he I didn't said. didn't do anything besides well, love us. No, he didn't do anything besides not listen. I did say, please go lay down or, you know, like, go away. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, so I look at the dog and we're having a staring contest. And I'm like. I'm like, oh, I'll just make him feel bad, and then he'll leave. So I'll, I said, <laughs> That's Oliver. how I get rid of my friends. <laughs> I was like, Oliver, did you do this? And he sulks, and Kara's like, No, be nice to him. And I, so I was like, Oliver, did you do this? And he sulked away because he didn't want to get in trouble for something that he did or did not do, right? Yeah. So Kara looks at me and she's like, That's just mean. And then she goes, I hope you know, you can't do that to our son. <laughs> I was like, yes, because I said. He'll well, have higher level cognitive function yes. at least. And if I tell him to go lay down or to go away, hopefully well, he goes away. Like, you know, one, two years old. Like, I mean. Well, what, 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 did you do this? <laughs> did you on. dirty old, this diaper? How old is Oliver? Seven. Six. six and a half. Okay, so if at six and a half, he's still not listening, then you might have a problem. <laughs> Developmental, just, developmental disability or something. But but here's just, the thing. If he's just like, I just want to be my mommy and daddy. Like, we can't be like. Yeah, but that's why you got one of those those uh, backpacks. Like, you just whoosh. You just put them in, in your. You put them yeah, in your. The papoose. Yeah, you just boom. <laughs> If he wants to hang out with me, just bam, right here. You're, just... you're gonna you're gonna carry around a six year old in a in a. Carrier. No, Chris was saying at that point. Okay. You said one to two years old. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because he wouldn't have the capability of right. understanding. I said if he was six years old and still didn't have the capability of understanding, like the dog. At one to two, I'll just load him up. We'll just put him At right six here. years old, you just put him out in traffic and let him go. Yeah. yeah. Let him figure I, it out. I had the run of the street when I was six years old. Traffic was awesome back then. Well, I mean, um, we live in a very speaking dead of which, so I've got hit by a car before. Pause on that story real quick. <laughs> So Oliver d- d- does the follow and bother. Toby does the lead and bother where I'm trying to go somewhere and he knows exactly where I'm trying to go and he'll take four steps and then stop and then I have to slam on the brakes and I'll be like, <laughs> so my roommates are be yelling, move, 
<laughs> constantly because he's just in my way and I'm like got something heavy or awkward or I'm yes. just trying to get somewhere and he will just he know like there's you've been to where I yes so coming out of the kitchen you can either turn left to go to my bedroom or go straight to go to where my computer is and he just knows where I'm trying to go so he'll just park exactly where I'm trying to turn or go straight and it's just like get out of my way and then so it's funny um my roommate has kids, and they have the room upstairs, and I call that Toby's room, and if I get really mad at him, I yell him to go to, his, him room. Go to his room, and he'll go upstairs. <laughs> See? Toby listens. He's a better dog than a lot I of dogs. I just love that Kara went right to the, you better not do that to our future child. Yep. It's like, yes, I'm going to like <laughs> guilt trip our son into not listening. <laughs> Daryl says, geez, Jeremy, read Shiloh, you monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, David says, if you ask Grace if she did anything, she runs away crying, even if she didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl says, to be fair, I could be carried in one of those. Strap me up and carry Yeah, there you go. There you go. See? I think we need a picture of that. We're going to get a carrier, and Jeremy's going to strap Daryl to him. Uh, and uh, we'll carry a. our swords. David A. says, what to expect when you're expecting by Rise of the Podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Daryl had one other. Oh, so going back to the Venmo thing, he said uh, it's easy to move games when it comes with one coupon for quote unquote special favors. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's, I'm signed, sealed, and delivered now. Um, okay, so, so what was the? Uh, what were, you had you got hit by a car. Oh, yeah. I got hit by a car. Do I want to tell that story? Yeah. Well, also, so uh, Gabe asked for car stories. Oh well, <laughs> car yeah. driving stories, race car star drives stories. <laughs> I mean, I've got car. I've He's query got a car story for every. I've topic. got a car story. I mean, I've dropped a transmission on my chest. I've, he lit his his RX seven started on fire. My RX seven started on fire. It never did get fixed from that. Well, sort of. The bumper didn't. The exterior never did. The in, yeah. the engine absolutely did. Because the turbo sucked up all of the fire extinguisher remnants, it was bad. It blew it throughout the entire intake. But the hit by the car story. So, uh, you know the tank and going down doing Pokemon stuff down there. Yeah. This was. I mean, this is, is it's been like this is before probably Pokemon barely existed. Like this is probably ninety seven, ninety eight. I was allowed to bike around town without an adult. Yeah. And so my parents owned a building down there. It was the Chief Theater at the time, which wasn't a movie theater. It was an antique shop. But um. But it's called the Chief Theater. But it's called the Chief Theater. But it was a theater at one point. It was a theater at one point. And it was called the Chief Theater. <laughs> <laughs> and so, no, I was just biking. And so I did not stop. So I just went right under the bridge, right under I-35 there, or Highway yep. 33. I went straight. And the second I left the curb, a car came around the corner. And so I turned and I literally, like, smoked the side of their car. And like fell down, the person stopped, slammed on the brakes, got out. I was like between 10 and 12 years so old. The, the car didn't hit you. You hit the car. Well, I mean, technically the car hit me. Technically, you ran into the car if you got the side of it and not the front of it. Yeah. <laughs> and Kara slammed on her brakes and smashed into <laughs> Right, right, right. So anyways, so I, I got up. And so the first thing that goes through, going through my mind was that I'm in trouble. And little did I know about pedestrian laws are so strict that I was probably... Not in trouble. And you're also 12, so there's no way you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> well, I just thought, I was like, how am I going to pay for this guy's car? This was just really bad. My, my whole front Little rim was like... Little nine-year-old Jeremy, nine, ten-year-old Jeremy, like, how am I going to pay for this guy's car? He just, like, reaches his pocket. He's got, like, a two wadded-up $1 bills and, like, a gum. <laughs> and like, 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 a... mister. Yeah. But, uh, so anyway, so the guy was, like, insistent on if I was okay, and I was... Uh, all I could think about... Because he didn't want to go to jail for manslaughter. Well, I just wanted to get out of there, so I didn't get in trouble. So I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. So I hop on my bike, and as I'm, like, pedaling away, it's like... Rrr, 
hurt. And he, he tried to stop me. He's like, are you sure you're okay? I can give you a ride somewhere. Like, let me help you. And Stranger I'm like, danger. I was like, no, I'm going to be late. So I just biked out of there. But yeah, okay. I'm going to be late because 10 year olds have appointments. <laughs> so here's well, I the wanted thing. to get away. I didn't. I wanted the interaction to be over. Jeremy's done. all thinking like pedestrian laws. Bikers have to follow the rules of the road. That's true. You're considered a vehicle when you're on a bicycle. So even if you're 10 years old, boom. You yeah. can get a ticket for riding a bicycle drunk. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> Daryl says, I'm glad I'm not the only one who dates things according to BP and AP. Ha! Before Pokemon and after? Absolutely. <laughs> it's my pre-95 or post-95 yeah. line in my brain. It was a, it was a significant moment in, in, in anything. It's an easy date to remember of like when Pokemon came out. I, I remember it was sixth grade to me. Oh, man. And then, like I said, oh, the link cable and just, oh, the, the passing by playing that thing at night. And then I got, like, the light for it. When your batteries would get low on that, they wouldn't just die. The screen would... The, get dimmer and dimmer. The, well, the 24 frames, of, or the frame FPS would blur together. Oh, that's right. Do you yeah. remember that, when the batteries yeah. would get low? The contrast and stuff, like, like, even, like, Tetris. I used to have original Tetris. The Tetris blocks would be like solid as they were coming down because for whatever reason <laughs> yeah, they couldn't yeah, refresh the yeah, screen. Was, yeah, I wasn't able to keep up with it. Yeah, yeah so it was, that's what it was. That's what it would do when that's I would, when I would play Pokemon way back in the day. And the original Game Boy was the bomb. <laughs> well, so I, I have a biking related story that resulted like I never had a brand new bike in my entire life. Oh, until it was always yeah. secondhand, whatever is. And uh, I had inherited a bike from my cousin that was like pretty nice. And um, I was riding around with Eric, and we were over by, it was Hardy's at the time. Oh, I it's love Arby's Hardy's, now. Yeah. But we're on that side of the street, and we're in the sidewalk, right? And we're just getting, so you know how there's the entrance to the laundromat? That was always there, even the laundromat was right. there at the time. And then there's like another 40 or 50 feet of sidewalk, and then the entrance to where, you, the, the road where you go into Hardy's. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we had just crossed over that first thing. And we're getting back up on the sidewalk, and there's somebody that was taking a turn. Like, they were going out over the sidewalk trying to get out on the other thing. Like, they just, like, taking the turn weird. Yeah. And it made us... Like, I was trying to go left to go away from the road of traffic, and Eric went right for some reason. And he had giant pegs on the back of his car, and he spoke-jammed my bike. Oh, no. So, like, no. my front tire went into his back peg, and it spoke-jammed my bike, so then the whole thing flips all the way over. Right? Like, I just fall off to the side or whatever. And we're look, we look at the thing. So his his peg has like a scratch on it. My bike, the the front, um, whatever the arms that hold the front tire, yep. are bent all the way up oh and around gosh. that. All the spokes for the tire oh. were snapped off. And the, so I was like, so it wasn't just like I needed a new front tire. It's like I needed a complete new front end Jeez. to this bicycle. Dang. And of course, like the dude that was driving like a jerk in the car didn't even stop. No, you know, because like, because like he like had we not, we would have run right into the side of the. It was a truck, if I recall correctly, right into the side of the truck Dude, if it wouldn't have been for us like bailing out. I have so many memories in that parking lot. I have so many memories. That's where I got pulled over after running two stop signs. And what are you doing running two stop signs? David called me. Hmm. <laughs> I love that story. I don't want to tell illegal stories in the podcast. Jeremy yeah. is long past you being charged for anything. So it just, I was late. Of course. Actually picking up your sister from work. <gasps> believe Jeremy, it or not. For most shame. So I woke up and I was leaving my house. Oh, I don't know if Gabe knows. Jeremy used to date Chris's sister. Yeah. Who didn't? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just blow the stop sign on Doddridge or Carlton Avenue. 
And then so David calls me up and he's like, dude, did you just blow the stop sign? I was like, yeah. We're a small town. Seriously. There's like... You can see somebody on the road, and you good possibility you might know who they are. Yeah. Exactly. So David literally calls me up, and he's like, uh, a squad just turned his lights on. He's coming after you, just so you know. So now I'm committed. So now I ran another stop sign. I ran the Doddridge stop sign to try oh to get gosh. over onto... Because two wrongs make a right, Jeremy. Well, it two does when you're trying to right. get away. <laughs> and so he totally ran up to me and caught me. So I ended up stopping and pulling over in the L&M parking lot. And then he asked me, he's like... Shame on you. He let me go. <laughs> What? <laughs> he did. He let me go with the way. Like, my, my girlfriend's girlfriend going to kill me. <laughs> well, no, I, that's what I said. He said, I asked why you're going somewhere in a hurry. And I said, I, I was supposed to pick up my girlfriend at the time, and I'm late, and she's waiting for me to pick her up. So he walks, he takes my license, and he goes back. And the be- better part about that story is I actually didn't have my license with me. The oh only idea gosh. I had with me was my checkbook. <laughs> and I gave him my checkbook. He probably wrote down. Like, <laughs> and he went back to his car and looked me up off of his check, off my checkbook. And he came back and he, he even said, don't ever do that again. But you're young. Like, I'm going to give you a warning today. Do you know who it was? And then I do not. And then he said, tell your girlfriend I was, that you got pulled over and that's why you're late. And oh, I was like, dang. Out even Pop bro the biggest solid ever. Now here's the thing though. You remember I that, mean, David? Is it more embarrassing saying you got pulled over or more embarrassing just saying you were you were late? Well, no. I'd well, be, so it, if Jeremy's late of his own volition, you can be mad at Jeremy. Yes. If right? I'm late you, because of you, police. Like, you can be less mad at him for like... Trying like, to be there on time? Yeah. Yeah, and then the cop. It was all the cop's fault. Um, got some chat here. Uh, Daryl says, I still remember being on the playground when I learned that moves had PP. I got my, oh, yes, Pokemon. I got my cheeks clapped in that battle when all I had was tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to kind of refresh that at a Pokemon stop or slap some ether um, on that guy or ether or whatever. And then uh, David, David says, uh, back, he, he made a statement that I didn't read that we, he, we could do a whole podcast on car stories. And then he's like b- referring back to my previous statement when you were telling that car story. And then he says, Mustang hubcap. I was going to tell that story. So one of the first times I got, I had a 1965 Mustang. I did not pay a lot of money for it. It was very rusted. It was only a six cylinder. Like I had only had it for a couple days. I go over, pick up David and we go and we're drifting through <laughs> L&M and then it's old, right? So the rubber on the tires compresses a lot and the rims compress a lot. I don't know if it, we hit a pothole or if it was just from the fact like the suspension wasn't made for it, but we were drifting and the hubcap of this car blew off and it rolled from L&M all the way over to Premier Theater. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you serious? I'm 100% serious. I was going to tell that story tonight, David. Oh I was going to say, oh, gosh. does David know that Holy one? Cow. That is hilarious. That's oh. a distance, like... Yeah, it, I, oh, we had to go... Oh, man. <laughs> uh, he says Mustang <sighs> cigarette lighter. Oh, no, I can't believe I forgot that story until he said... That the, one I forgot. So this is what I like about the podcast. This will immortalize all the stuff that we forget. Oh, man. So, Gabe and you guys, Latin Operation Forces, and buckle in. This is going to be fun. Daryl. Daryl. So Everybody I this, else who's watching. I had the 65 Mustang and... You had your grad photos taken with this. I car. did. I did. A maroon '65 Mustang. Except for one of the the fender panels was black. Yeah, that's because I smashed into a dumpster in the middle of the night. Because the Xbox game fell off my front seat, and I reached down <laughs> to grab it, and then oh I. Oh my god! Oh, I remember exactly where that was. Too. Yes. The, mm. Yep. This is over by Crystal's house. Yep. 
<laughs> I didn't another want to say anything, but it's it okay. Yeah, it's another, okay. Ex, another ex-girlfriend vicinity story. <laughs> so, all right. So I was just sitting there. I got this Mustang, and then David was with me. He was in the passenger seat. We were going to go for a cruise. I'm actually going to, like, I know I'm not going to do this story perfectly. Oh, because yeah, your gamer tag is it's 65 Mustang. Mustang. Yeah, yeah, it's Mustang with 65 in the middle. And so <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I, it was an automatic, unfortunately. Yeah, but I, I put it in reverse at the exact same second. That David says, huh, I wonder if the cigarette lighter works or I wanted to figure out. So I pushed in the cigarette lighter and there's plenty of stories. I have very slow heat reaction time. Like when it comes to hot things touching me, I was whatever. So I'm sitting there and the cigarette lighter pops out and it wasn't glowing. So I touched it and... All of a sudden, like two seconds later, like smoke's coming off my finger and I'm burning my finger and I go, ah, scream. (laughs) Well, I was in reverse already. So I just like smashed on the gas and I backed up out into the street (gasps) at full. I mean, we're talking full (laughs) throttle speed out into the street on the 6th street going up the hill. Then I immediately go, ah, from speeding way backwards way too fast. So I just like. If I could, like, take my foot as heavy as an anvil and smash on the brake. We just, we stopped so hard, the car shut off. Oh, my I've gosh. never had that happen in an automatic before. Have you Dang. ever slammed on the brake so hard the car shuts I off? I have. No. I was going around a turn in, uh, during a snowstorm, and my car started to spin out, and I it stopped so quickly, it's, everything shut off. So... I've, you have st- that you stop quickly. Yes, like you stop I, extremely quick. I yeah. took a corner in the Riviera so fast that it squealed my tires, but it didn't shut off. See there, so, so you know on forty five where there's that one street to go up to like twenty eighth Street or something. I wanted to go up that street and I, it just came up on me so quick. And I'm like, I'm going for it. So I'm going forty five miles an hour and I'm taking a one hundred and seventy degree turn. <laughs> <laughs> And so I just went whoop. So like the whole car is like like the other direction, to, and all of my tires were squealing, going around that oh my corner. Gosh. Chris is just drifting. I, I never would have thought it was. I thought I thought so. Normally, like if you're coming down on the Scanlon exit, turning decreases your speed dramatically yeah. because you have that extra angular momentum that you're fighting against. So I was like, well, I'll start making the, like I was. I did go to hit my brakes and everything too, but like if the turn was so sharp. And just the whole thing just went around. Oh man! But yeah, so but so and I, it did slow me down dramatically, but it didn't shut my car off. There was some chat that had popped up, but if you guys know in any Hollywood movie or any type of movie where somebody takes like a jump off of something and the inhabitants of the car like rock and then come to a stop like that and then they like look over at each other, that's what I did when I was like, wait. <laughs> Um, as Eric, I was trying to teach him how to drive a motorcycle and I let him, the, the 57 Harley Hummer, it's a 125 CC motorcycle does not have a return spring on the throttle. So if you pull the gas, the gas stays on all motorcycles, except for that have like return spring to wheel the throttle back. So that is when I learned the importance of how you give someone directions. So I said, I was going to say, I said, let the clutch out slowly 
And so he heard let the clutch out and he just let go while the throttle was pegged. And so he did a wheelie in a 1957, <laughs> almost went through the back of my garage or my mom's garage at the time. And, he's, and so he like grabs everything. Everybody just, there's two things that happen when somebody loses control of a motorcycle. They commit and they go and crash or they squeeze and they just grab everything. Did he go flying over clutch, the handlebars? Clutch, brake, he didn't. Because, oh. he, because he did a wheelie. Oh. So when he grabbed everything, the stopping actually just brought him back down. But he just stopped everything a, in the he's engine He's a pretty um, I was like, like athletic slash. Like, yeah. He's got good reaction time and stuff. But he goes, you said let the clutch out. And I said, I was going to say let the clutch out slowly. <laughs> so now you'd have to say slowly let the clutch out. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I've learned this in dentistry, too. I'll tell patients to turn toward me, and it'll automatically be like, quachonk. And I'm like, a little. So I have to be like, I have to like order my words specifically so it's not like people are like, Tur turn to the left. <laughs> you know, nope, nope, just a little, just a little, come back, you know. It, it is when, amazing when you are in an in a instructee, instructor position, how some people are so eager to like, and even you wouldn't think about it. But yeah, so mm -hmm. basically, so what you're saying is you'll say, oh, you mean to have them turn their head a little bit to the left, but you say turn your head, they just go wah. Yep. They don't and wait. it's like, nope, I... Not what I need. Go back. So, so sometimes what I'll do is I'll actually take my hand and I'll just gently grab their chin and like guide them. I, I, I think that's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> well, especially in that. It, in you, that it's role. like I'm just going to turn your head a little bit now or something yeah. like that, where it's like you're telling them as you do it. Yeah. My, my biggest thing is <clears throat> I'll be framing a shot with somebody in it. And then, like, so automatically I have to mirror my directions. If I oh, say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Step and then to your it, left. They... It's the same with dentistry. And then. You tell people, it's like, I need you to take one step to your left. And one of two things will happen. They will either take the smallest possible step mm -hmm. in the history of the universe, yep. or they'll take five steps. <laughs> right? And they'll go the wrong way. Yeah. Because I have people do that. It's like, turn your head to the left, and they'll go to the right. And I'm like, you're the left. And they're like, oh. <laughs> it's like. So what I end up doing is like, so I'll, I'll put a hand up, right? So if you give them a nonverbal cue, even if you're not telling them something, I'll just go, I need you to take a step to your right. So I'm holding up my left hand, but it's your guys' right, right? right. So yeah. you're automatically linking this direction now. Even though I'm not doing anything with the hand, I just hold it up as yep. I'm in the direction. Smart. And then people know which direction to go. It's like, I'm just going to need you to move a little bit this way. And as soon as I get where they're going, I'll stop my hand. And that will stop them from moving. So it's like, That's I just need you to take smart. a step to your right. And then as soon as I get where, I, where they are, I'll just stop. And then I'll just put my hand down. That's super smart. And it's like linking this visual cue that they have no idea what's going on, but it just gives them that thing to yep. latch to so they know that they're not running out of the frame or not moving enough. It's, it's funny that there's as many similarities. So the one I always get in trouble for is when I get my hair cut. They say, put your head down. I don't go enough. So they'd be like, more, more, more. I was like, this is put your head down. Like, you like, <laughs> yeah. I, like what do you need to do here? Lawnmower? You're going to pull out a lawnmower to cut the back of my head? Why do I need to be like this? Well, like, because with, with the apron people. on the back, yes. it, get, it, yeah. it gets right up. I cut my dad's hair. Yeah. So it's like, I really need to be like, oh, <laughs> got it. Because you're getting down here. Yeah. It's not for this. So, yeah. okay, when it. I go to get my hair cut, because I'm so tall and a lot of the hairdressers where I go are short, they will drop the chair as much as they can, <laughs> but I'm still too tall for them to see, like, the top of my head, so I have to, like, <laughs> slouch down in the chair so they can actually see, like, the top of my head. Oh, funny. <laughs> uh, I have seriously have stories I could tell all night about cars and stuff. Yeah, he does. That's there was thing. a road rage mm -hmm. incident, Chris? Oh, where man. David and I got on CB radios and blocked somebody in. 
because we wanted him to stop and we wanted to talk to him. Dang. Talk to him. Oh my, you've never Did you die? <laughs> we, we got him pinched. So What a move. Oh yeah, it was sweet. I was gonna say, I hooked Jeremy because of a car. Yeah, she knew what my car was, but his car, his his RX seven wasn't all covered up except for like just this little chunk of the front bumper, and I was like, "Is that an RX 7 He was like, "Yes, it is." <laughs> it's got sweet, sweet horsepower. <laughs> uh, Gabe says his GTI shut off on me when I was going up a hill. And he was, uh, and with me being a rookie stick driver, I just rolled it all the way back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll take another crack at this. My dad, when he teaches people stick, he makes them learn on a hill. My to me, dad which, too. Which is cruel. You got to learn. No, no. My, flat parking lot. People need the confidence. My my dad insisted on. He never. I, I learned how to drive a stick. I, this is a good story. Um, but I'll get to it in a second. But my dad insisted, like, we were going to learn how to drive on a stick. He's like, I had to learn on, on the hills of Duluth, so you guys are going to learn on the hills of Duluth. Yeah. See? Like, what a nightmare mode scenario. Granted, you will be the best driver of a manual transmission car ever. Yeah, yeah if you don't have PTSD. My dad, my dad taught Ruth um, how to drive a ditch bank, how to drive stick going up ditch bank. Yep. That's and a steep hill. And ditch bank's got a, a long, steep hill. I, I like to go around and check out tires on, like, when the snow falls on steep hills, though, and see if, if I can stop and then get started. Oh, okay. You know, like... Smart. And to see how my grip is. <laughs> Daryl says, meanwhile, the, his haircut people start pumping up his chair like a million times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, get you a couple <laughs> phone books to sit on. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason people make phone books anymore is for people to sit on. Uh, um... It, j- j- that uh, Professor X, when he went for my old boss, when he went for, he's really short. Oh, he he's went, very short. When he went for a ride in F-16, somebody went and put a booster seat in the airplane. <laughs> I remember that. I remember you telling me that story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jared says, people are so close to you in Duluth with the manual. Yeah, they, they don't give you, like, so. Nobody. Mo- yeah. Modern manual transfers cars will prevent the rock back. A lot of them do, yeah. But, like, most of the cars in this area, if you're driving a five-speed, you have to, you you should just know if you're on a hill just right. to give people a little bit extra room because it's going to rock back. Yeah. You know? And there's, I've seen, I've seen it happen in front of me a million times where somebody rocks back with bonk and hits somebody in the freaking bumper. It yep. gets, it makes me nervous when I'm driving the Mini and going up a hill and there's somebody that's, like, right there, like, you can't even see their bumper. I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit them. Even in... Even in an automatic, sometimes yeah. there's a little bit of rollback. So I'll do the one foot on the brake, one yeah. on the gas thing, just at least get the the friction going. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is what else we got here? Uh, David said goodbye, clutch leaving that way. I don't, I can't remember what specific that would be for. Oh, learning, learning, that way. yeah, learning, learning that, way. that way. Yeah. Um, Daryl says I have an old YouTube video of me learning to drive a stick, even with a reminder oh, video. I still don't know that. how to drive a stick. <laughs> It's not that bad. Slowly um, let the clutch out yeah, so, so you start to roll, then let it the rest of the way out. So I learned how to drive in my buddy's parents' car. They had a, a Camry that was a five-speed. And it was like it was super nice, like, the easiest clutch in the world to use. Yeah. Right? And we just practiced by just, like, they have a really long driveway. It's just, you just drive forward and backwards on this driveway. You don't even, like, turn. You're just yep. practicing starting in, starting in first and stuff. Once, once you're out of first, it's it, so easy. Anybody yeah. can drive a stick after first. Yeah. Um... But then my buddy had a Subaru wagon that was also a five-speed. And I would, like, mess around with him at school and stuff. Like, I would steal his keys. And I actually stole his car ah. <laughs> during one of the lunch breaks at school. 
and this is like two days after like learning how to drive a stick and like you know in the movies like when you see like a student driver they're like ur, ur, yep. ur, yeah. ur, ur, ur. that was me driving <laughs> his car down Cloquia without a driver's license oh my gosh in the middle of the day <laughs> by myself in a stolen car um, a story my dad oh. told me is he had a friend named Jim and Jim had a pretty new Jeep and there was a girl that Jim was dating and he was like trying to be nice to her and supportive and she said can I borrow your car and so he showed up. My dad was over there and he's like, sure. So she gets in it. She goes to take it. And he goes, you know, it's a stick, right? And she goes, yeah, I know how to drive a stick. So she leaves. She goes down Highway 33 because he used to live over um, kind of like by Pinehurst. Okay. So she gets out onto 33 and 20 minutes later, the car shows up on the back of a tow truck. She oh. went in first gear all the way trying to even get on the freeway and just never shifted out and blew the engine up. Just never shifted out of first. No. Just put it in first, got going, and just let her let her go. And, well, like, how do you not realize your engine doesn't sound right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Seriously, is she like, oh, it's just it's normal. I, there's so, must be something wrong with his engine. Like, seriously, you got to know you got to shift that. Or there's something wrong. Like, people people do it. Yeah. Was she blonde? <laughs> <laughs> oh, David says that's where the handbrake comes in handy on hills. Oh yeah, you hold the handbrake with one hand till yeah. you. Till you Got the clutch going and then let it out. And, and then Gabe uh, says, my new clutch is so stiff because of race car that if you let it out a little bit, it just hops forward. Yep, yep. That's you gotta that find sticky it, clutch. There's that butter zone where it's like, yep. it's like it's got to be right there to hit the gas. Mm-hmm. Um, I drove an RX-7 with an, an Xetti twin disc clutch. So it actually had two clutch dicks. Clutch disc. <laughs> <laughs> two clutch. That's why you liked it so much. <laughs> two clutch discs in it and uh, that thing was super grumpy as well and just like the pressure it took to even push out on it was unbelievable your leg would go numb if you tried to street that car but we are a star wars podcast oh my goodness so we'll talk a little bit about mandalorian but pull up any leaks that we can actually talk about oh yeah we'll talk about some star wars so so while i'm pulling that up uh david says my first time driving on a road was in jeremy's mom's minivan from the high school shop to his house before i even had a permit yep that's because my mom used to let me take my van any or her van anywhere when I was fifteen. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My parents were awesome. I was gonna say little bean will not be taking our vehicle anywhere. Just get him a farm farmer's permit or whatever. You can drive when you're fourteen. Yeah. Does it look like we live on a farm? He can drive around the yard. <laughs> just imagine it's like you're driving from eight feet in one direction yeah, I know I know do you want to be like Mike our neighbor I know here? our old neighbor oh he let his kids drive dirt bikes and four circles. wheelers circles around his yard so all day you'd hear all, like all day and I was like oh dear god so for those of you who don't know we are episode four of uh, Mandalorian of Mandalorian came out so uh, we're doing Star Wars leaks. It's the best way to get your Star Wars information from uh, questionable <sighs> sources. <laughs> While you're pulling that up, Chris, I have a well. I well actually lead somebody today. You what? I well actually oh, somebody today. So somebody posted some hype about on Facebook about season, or they just said episode 13 of The Mandalorian is going to be titled The Jedi. And somebody oh, said on there, they're like, there's only eight se- episodes a season. So then I had to. I said, well, actually, they're chapters. It's <laughs> season one is eight episodes. There's four episodes out, so that's episode. That's twelve episodes. So the next episode is thirteen in the series as a. And yeah. they're ca- they're calling them chapters. Chapters. Yeah. So yeah. technically, it is chapter 13. thirteen. So, but I can't believe I did it. And and like I said earlier, Dave Filoni's current picture. If it's called the Jedi, 
Dave Filoni's current cover photo. Guys, we're probably seeing Ahsoka is in the next episode. Ahsoka and Captain Rex. It's not just Ahsoka. Oh, it's also. Rex. So I see your thing, Chris. You read the leak, and then I want to talk about it because I'm pretty sure it is true. Well, you, I can see it. I can't see that. I can only it just reminded me of the episode. Uh, so this this is from episode four. Can I make this bigger? No. Anyway, so there's a statue of IG-11 in the town square on Navarro. No way! And I so didn't right, even right, see right, that. So right in front of the Mando, you can see he's like posed oh, like this. Oh, I would have loved that. No, we didn't. I didn't see that. No, I didn't notice. I was thinking it. about the Christmas special. Yeah, I, so, didn't, I didn't notice no, that either. But that is amazing. That IG-11 deserves a statue. Yeah, he does. I oh. saw on the internet, everybody. Okay, so if you haven't watched, Brad, I, you haven't talked to this entire episode. So spoiler alert: if you haven't seen the newest episode of the Mando. In the room where we see the Force people, that's what I was going to talk about. It, guys, it's probably Snoke clones. Yeah, that, no, that's I've what we seen, said when yep. we first pulled it up too. It, it, it's like they do I've look seen a like lot Snoke. Of chat about that. So it's probably it's Snoke, the baby Yoda's, Snoke. baby Yoda's midichlorians. And then which one of us called that they are harvesting midichlorians from baby Yoda? Kara. Me. <laughs> I'm surprised Dave Filoni went there, knowing how much everybody hates midichlorians. They don't come out and like. They, well, okay, they, honestly, the one scientist guy never actually mentioned midichlorians. Did he say MC, though? He said, like, the MC levels were really high or something? Oh, I thought he said maybe. N levels. M levels? M maybe or N. M for midichlorians. Yeah, maybe, but didn't actually come out and say, say it. it. But then he said he needed more, he needed Yeah, he wasn't able more. to take enough because he would have killed the child had he not, whatever. Right. Um, so but even in a whatever standpoint, you wouldn't want to kill your supply. Because if you take it all at once and the thing dies, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. want to do that. If you let it live and replenish its blood, infinite supply of little, Jedi's. Poor little baby Yoda's going to be sitting there his whole entire life getting blood sucked out of him. Just can we talk about how hilarious it was when they were when they were flying around and he was doing the roller coaster? <laughs> oh thing? Yeah, man, that was, so that was adorable. And then oh. then he got an upset stomach afterwards. Yeah, the interactions he's having in the show are amazing. The the electricity. Oh yeah, you're like the oh man, his inner like. It's like having a little buddy, a I little tiny. Oh, it's He's so, so sweet. Well, so speaking of little buddies, so Cara Dune's lava meerkat is shown breathing fire in, in the concept, concept art. art. So it's a lava meerkat, I guess. That's what it says. So that's that one of the things it could do. Interesting. And will we see more Cara Dune, or are they done on that planet? Is that it? Probably not enough time in the season left to even go there. Well, they were supposed. She was supposed to have her own offshoot, but that's been canceled. That's been right? canceled. Bummer. Cara All right, Dune's what's next? Ba character. Uh, and they see. actually say her name right. Pretty sure it's Cara Dune. No, they say Cara. No. <laughs> um, Deadline recently did another interview with Katie Sackhoff. Who is Bo-Katan. Uh, when responding to rumors about a possible spinoff with Cara Dune and Bo-Katan. Ooh! She says, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. That's legitimately the truth. But... We've heard people say that they don't know what's right. going on. Ewan McGregor yeah. kept Kenobi under wraps for five years. And then there's just a couple of promo things for the Star Wars Holiday Special. So, okay, has anybody watched the Holiday Special? And if you have, let us know what you think. I thought it was hilarious. That makes me that much more excited for the Lego Star Wars game coming out oh, next year. Yeah. That unfortunately got delayed 60 times. And then, Chris, you know all the Lego sets we've been building? They all come with promo codes. It was like, get Palpatine in the new Lego video game. Yeah. Get the Star Destroyer in the new Lego video game. And it's like, Well, with Lego the advent calendar game. that we... We, we do have the new Star Wars advent calendar. That's going to be starting up in a little bit here. Yeah. And with that, uh, you do get, don't you get uh, Vader with the, star, or the Christmas do. sweater? You do. You get Vader with the Christmas sweater. 
which was hilarious. So I got to catch up a little bit on some chat. While all right, all right. Here, um, David said uh, we just fixed your truck, so you have to get both home. My truck. Your truck that you own, the truck that you. That's already in Duluth. We just have to drive. Yeah, I think that's fine. Also, you had to get both home. I don't. I don't. Anyway, uh, and then David asked me watch new holiday special. We'll be talking about that in a second. I loved the holiday special. Oh, um, man. Let's see here. Uh, Latin Operation Forces says production crew cameo with eyeballs. Yes, I saw that in uh, this in one of the scenes. Um, Cara Dune, Grief, and uh, Mando are in a doorway shooting at stormtroopers, and off to the side. You can see a guy's arm, like, cut off at the shoulder right here, but you can see he's wearing, like, a T-shirt and, like, an Apple Watch or something. <laughs> nice. I did not see that. I didn't see yeah. that either. So there's a boom mic in the first season in the jungle episode. Totally playing as day dips down in this yeah. shot. Let's see him find Just it. hanging out. And then so there's a arm in the episode, huh? Yeah. That's cool. Who cares? Oh, I see you later, Daryl. He said, see you later, fear alligator. Got to make, like, a magic carpet bounce. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, Daryl says uh, the M count to avoid the word classic um, from midichlorians. Yep. Uh, David said uh, getting the truck fixed in high school, so we had to get the truck and van home. Here you go, Jeremy. That's oh, that that's was. why we drove it. Got it. So oh, I'm so confused because they have my other car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nowadays, yeah, yeah. look underneath grief's arm. Oh yeah, plain as day. Totally. Mm-hmm. We can send it to you, Chris. Okay. Should I show it to the front? The front view. It, it's it would you would that would not come across on. Yeah. Um, okay. That's it's under it's over underexposed in the shot as it is, so it'd be hard to yeah. be able to articulate. So yeah, yeah I, I like the holiday special, and like it was more kid driven than I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, I mean, so it's like whatever complaints you want to make about how like the plot was pretty whatever, but like it was fun. I love Farm Boy Luke. Like the old Luke with his drinking his I, milk. I think they did the drinking milk gag a couple too many times. Yeah, he kept he just kept doing it. But yeah. um, I thought it was funny when like he was like passed out and uh, Ray put the milk like next to him. Like it was yes. like his like support. Yeah, it was like his uh his teddy his, bear. His teddy bear. David wants to see the picture too. I sent it to I sent it to Chris. I don't know if there's any way you can it's on uh, Facebook Messenger. I don't know if there's any way we can Oh, give me your phone, I'll go show the front angle. Turn your brightness all the way up. It's going to be hard to see because it's barely there. Here we go. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, dang. Oh, well, you can... Yeah, you can, you can see it for sure. Here, just stop moving around. There it is. Right there, right in the middle of the frame. So, yeah, that is an Apple Watch and a guy's arm. That was a sweet episode. We were laughing because the Grief Karga, his name is... Reading Rainbow Guy. No, it's not LeVar Burton. Nope, it's, um... Um, who is it? So it's the C, doesn't it? Carl Weathers. Yep. Carl Weathers. What show did he play in? He, he, he was Apollo Creed in the Rocky films. Oh, okay. Carl Weathers directed the episode, but he was in it. So we're just laughing how funny it must be to, like, self-direct something like that. Yeah. Like, I was awesome. You guys only just step up your game. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to, like, say it, like, like, sort of like that, like, slow enunciated. It's like, okay, so now here's what we're going to do. 
Um, and then, anyways, the flying just knocked it out of the park, including like the baby. Yes, baby Yoda stealing the cookies. That was hilarious. Yes, using that was the so force great. from well, the kid. It's oh. funny, like right before that, I was like, I just used the force to pull him, and all of a sudden, baby's like, baby, I was like, and, and like, then he just like stares straight at him, like, what a power move, and like, <laughs> yep. I know oh, this yeah. tiny little thing is like, what you gonna do? You know. He's a great, great addition to Star Wars. It's I so love cool. Him. He's yeah. so sweet. It's so neat. So we had a fun-filled Star Wars week. It was just between. I'm super excited to watch this episode, but to have the holiday special come out and that to come out, it was, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun Star Wars content coming up. So we Lego, won't be going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, Lego Emperor Palpatine is Jeremy's favorite character. He is the best. World's best emperor. <laughs> it chucks it and he's just whatever more less tucky tucky more fighty fighty my favorite line was what are the chances of you throwing me down a, or betraying your master and throwing him down a reactor shaft <laughs> uh, I liked I liked Kylo Ren's moment though when he's like you want me to betray grandpa like yeah. that part was hilarious <laughs> yep uh, and then I just love the way that Vader said my son when he saw Luke or yeah. whatever. That just was adorable to me. My, these binary, binary sons. sons. <laughs> <laughs> just cuteness overload all around on that episode. Just really, really good. When Palpatine has the change of heart going down the elevator yeah, shaft. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to turn my life around. <laughs> and then kaboosh. So, I want to, really quick, this, sorry for spoiler, whoever's, it's been out forever. But Chris, we've also watched the Freemaker Adventures. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the second season... Weaves in and out the second Death Star. Okay. So it ends up with the kid fights a mock. There's a robot Palpatine makes called MOC, My Own Creation. And this is like a dual wielding, he looks like an Inquisitor type Mm -hmm. robot. And so he steals. The Freemakers make a spaceship that's powered by a Kyber crystal that can cut through anything. And so they're cutting through Star Destroyers and they're owning it. And this guy, this robot, steals it. And so the Freemakers are able to destroy the ship. So MOC steals the Kyber Crystal, flies into the second Death Star, and uses it as a shield to protect the reactor so that the Rebels can't blow up the second Death Star. Okay. So the main character goes there and he fights MOC in a battle to the death so that the Rebels can blow it up, right? Yeah. Well, while they're there, what distracts MOC and causes him to lose (laughs) is Palpatine falling through the shot. So it's he's adorable. Like, no, my master. Because he's doing it. Be. He's doing it to save his master. So the fact that like he looks up and he sees Palpatine just oh, falling like down, and he just keeps going like by. It's super funny to see that. So then the kid like steals the Kyber crystal and blows it up, and then they swoop it like a ship swoops in and picks up the kid right before Wedge comes in to blow the North Regulating Tower. That's as hilarious. Lando comes in to blow it. So. That that show is very very much like the certain point of view books, where you get mm-hmm. to see things that happen from like a different angle than you normally would. Yeah. So from a certain point of view. From a certain point. I of don't view. think it's con- technically considered canon, though. It is in my book. It's it, not it technically considered anything, canon. It doesn't anything really, but it's not. Canon. There's an episode where they work for Lando, and they yeah. sneak into Cloud City to steal his cape that he left behind. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Also, like, th- there's no way that the Christmas special is canon. No, because Akbar is there and Greedo's there and people are dead. I mean, isn't Akbar's kid in? Uh... Akbar's Akbar wasn't in it, was he? 
I thought that oh, was no, like, I thought like it's a wrap. That's right, Akbar. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and obviously, like Greedo has yeah. been dead for thirty-five years yeah. at this point. I, do, I don't see the need. I don't see why they couldn't have made it canon, but yeah, you know. But uh, the Greedo McClunky joke was hilarious. That was, oh, that was ho- that was so funny. McClunky. <laughs> yes, he walks. <laughs> and then in, in uh, the then solos. Yeah. Just, that, that was a unless you want to shoot him first, be my guest well, or whatever. Bam. Yeah, I was gonna say unless that's. Because of Holly Special, she's going back and forth in time or whatever. Yeah, but all those guys are still on tab. Exactly. So, yeah, never mind on that. Just kidding. All around solid episode if you haven't watched it. It's mm-hmm. really fun. 44 minutes. Goes by super quick. It did go by quick. It did. Like, a lot of the trailer, those scenes that you saw, that was literally the scene. Like, it was just like... Yeah, it was very rapid fire. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Chris. Have we reached that point in time? We've reached that point in time. I suppose we have. Let's see if this button's going to work. Yay, it worked. <laughs> well, if you made it this far to the video, you've made it to the end of the video. Feel free to leave a like to show that you want to see more content like this in the future. Comment down below with how you felt about uh, the Star Wars holiday special, the Lego one in particular. Subscribe if you're not already. Ring the notification bell to be notified every time we upload a new video or go live. That way you can interact with us. Thank you guys so much for watching and of course, may the force be with you.